Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of a Junior VC Behind the Scenes. Uh, this week, I have Raj and Path with me, and they're going to talk to you about uh, our our piece this this week. Can Mama Earth be the mother of beauty brands? So, Raj, can you get us started uh, by telling our audience why we chose to write about this piece? Right. So, uh, we are always all of us um, here. We are aware of how uh, the the recent news of funding slowdown and uh, the start of firing uh, has got to the ecosystem. Uh, and but then amidst all of that, there are beacons of hope, Mahmud being one of them. Uh, they have turned profitable uh, with, uh, la- even last year they were very minuscule uh, losses and this year now they're profitable, one of the D2C brands to become profitable at a unicorn valuation. And next year, 2023, they are seeking um, to go public with almost three billion valuation. So that's immense. Uh, and we thought, why don't we uh, deep dive into Mahmud's story? Uh, a lot of interesting, uh, a very interesting journey that Varun and Ghazal Alag had when they went ahead starting Mahmud. As we have seen, most of the problems, uh, most of the founders who started their own companies. Uh, and build enduring businesses. They essentially took up solving problems that they faced themselves and said that if there are no solutions available in the market, I'm going to go head on uh, and take it up myself. Same very similar story with Varun and Ghazal. Uh, the Alag couple found out uh, when when Ghazal was pregnant in 2015, 2016, that uh, the Indian baby care product was flooded with generics and those generics are laden with toxins, which are not um, safe to be applied on uh, the tender skin of uh, young babies. And the problem got aggravated when Agastya, uh, who is uh, Ghazal's first child, he developed a condition of eczema. So then uh, a desperate mother, she had to resort to asking her friends and family who are returning from US to bring back baby care products, uh, which could be applied on Agastya. And that's when uh, Varun, uh, who has a long work experience with FMCG companies such as Unilever and managed Smirnoff for India, uh, decided that we should take this challenge up. We should create a brand uh, for the parents, a trusted uh, brand of personal care and we would start Asia's first uh, brand that is certified by MadeSafe. MadeSafe is an NGO from US which essentially is the gold standard for not having toxins in your product. So that's how Amad started in December of 2016. What's more interesting uh, is that when they started uh, the Indian D2C market was just warming up uh, a couple of years into it, uh, Mukesh Ambani was taking up Indian grounds, not to find oil, but to lay uh, fiber optic cables uh, to launch a geo subsequently. Uh, smartphone penetration isn't obviously as much as it is right now, but um, it was just catching up. It wasn't a luxury anymore. And <clears throat> overall, the D2C market was yet not as cluttered as the offline retail market. A very smart move that they did was that uh, one, they decided to go D2C as one of the earliest brands to get into the space. They realized that in a retail space, if they keep their product amongst 500 other products in a shelf, 
the only thing uh, that would come closer that the products would come closer to is not their consumers but to their expiry date uh, so that's when they said we're going to create a brand with which our consumers resonate where the customers understand that there's a very clear purpose of why they're purchasing mama earth products and the reason was so apparent uh and could be so uh convincing that they could actually come back to it again and again and again in that way um <clears throat> increasing the law the lifetime value of the customer so much so that the motto was we gonna create uh safest products in india which could be used uh, on your baby because you just because every mom wants the best for the child um and the purpose is while users are making a purchase on mama's website they have a mission and the mission is every purchase is tagged to a plant which gets uh, you know which whose geolocation and the species is shared with the customer so that if they ever wanted they could actually visit that location to see the plant grow uh, and and that that's how uh, mama picked off uh, within 6 7 months they reached a revenue run rate of 25 to 30 lakhs and that's when they uh, decided to do their pre-seed um they got participation from angels and <clears throat> institutional funds um and that's when they realized that maybe it's time for them to <clears throat> move out of using flipkart amazon and first cry as their e-commerce partners to ship their products into having their own website there are multiple advantages of doing that the moment you have your own website you tend to map out the customer journey so much so that you exactly know what to show to your customer how to retarget your ads uh, how to position products which are personalized for every individual customer who visits the website um that is the further wave of growth which got them to almost um uh a uh, one cr revenue run rate and that's when uh, stellaris and fireside came in um uh, and by that time uh, varun and ghazal had created a brand which uh, the customers recognized which the moms absolutely loved and that's when they decided to get into the omni channel business which is having a retail space curious to understand why uh, it resonated so much with the moms obviously when ghazal started she was an it trainer by profession so uh, she she did not have quote unquote product management experience so what did she do she went to the very basics she said that i'm going to create a brand for the mom so i might as well start listening to the mom so i want to buy my product and every week she would have hundreds of feedback emails and hundreds of uh, sessions with with her customers just to understand what is going right what's going wrong go back to the formulations drawing board and only then sanction a batch to be produced uh, that's why she ensured that she is very very close to her customers and the customers in turn really love them uh, part would you want to um we talk a bit about what happened after that uh, there was a great going uh, the the d2c wave had caught up but then eventually what happened to mama uh yeah so uh mamarth was in a very interesting segment so a uh, couple of things happened so uh, uh so india was growing uh, at a quite a fast pace so between let's say 
then mama started so india was still growing at more than 8% one of the fastest growing economy in the world now when the gdp grows something else also happens uh, simultaneously that your private consumption keeps on increasing now uh, india obviously uh, have a massive population so india's private consumption was like 60% of the gdp um and the entire growth was coming from the private consumption so more than 70% of the growth was coming from the private consumption and uh, multiple things happened because of the population so india had 60 million households um which was categorized as upper middle class and high income class uh, india had like 2 million uh, users which were using internet at that particular point um so there were two choices first was the child care market uh, which was which was fine where people uh, where the parents were protective and uh, it was like at 3 million dollars uh, but the beauty care market was also uh, one of the options which mamarth decided that eventually they have to get into that because uh, uh, one just cannot be build something and just remain there because there were other fmcg players and they were big players like johnson and johnson or hul or for that matter png uh, just to give you an example uh, nestle who is one of the biggest uh, one of the biggest uh, player in the child care food market so basically infant food market so they have like 96% market share in um, in the infant food market uh, they have a product called lactogen um nan um, so it's a massive massive business and they they hold like 96% of the market though the market is small close like uh, uh, 500 700 crores uh, but yes uh, they have they have a, a big market now if you just talk about the other products which are used by the uh, kids so food is one then the diapers and then some of the accessories it still have uh, like 60 70% of the market but uh, it's 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 quite uh, distributed so there are some other smaller players in the market as well so what happened uh, so distribution is again one challenge um, siraj mentioned about it so then how do you tackle the problem of distribution that was one of the biggest question mark um, for mama so obviously you you have omni channel presence you can actually go to physical but that actually requires a lot of time energy money and they never had that kind of a bandwidth so so how do you do that so of course first stage was just list your products uh, on amazon or flipkart where they will provide you the distribution customers and the name is coming on the website but again that is somebody else's distribution how do you create your own distribution uh, that's where uh, uh, the uh, they decided that uh, let's try the social media route india had 200 million plus people who were using social media at that point in time uh, and people were creating content and people were consuming content so why not go to that path and at that particular point uh, there was not enough uh, so there was Uh, no influencer marketing kind of a concept so mama earth was one of the first players uh, introduce the concept that let's use content creators to influence their customers for your products basically and that's where the entire concept of influencer marketing started and it's still picking up in d2c and then variety of the other products for example fintech etc till date influencer marketing is one of the biggest route uh, which companies use or most of the startups use uh and then there were clear strategy that let's use influencers but then what kind of influencers then so they picked up and then they categorized that yes uh, there are female influencers but there are some influencers who are actually moms uh, so let's use that and that's where they roped in uh, shilpa shetty uh, who was uh, influencer at that point um so shilpa shetty uh, invested in mamarth as well um 
but yes uh, she was the one who started the entire concept of uh, influencer marketing and mama leverage started with a blog marketing again with mom's uh, uh, more number of instagram stories etc so leverage anything which with respect to kids with respect to parents with respect to moms and uh, uh, that's where um, uh, and the results were evident so in like 3 years in just 3 years uh, mama mama reached uh, a revenue of 100 crores um, and that was pretty impressive fit because one of the other competitors for example revlon took like 20 years to reach a similar milestone uh, so when just compare 20 years versus like just 3 years uh, it's an amazing uh, feat i must say and then the path was set that let's go into beauty care market let's increase our margins because in the child care of course margins are higher but you cannot just defend it because as soon as you have the margins other bigger fmcg players would definitely try and come in um but yes sir uh, that's the entire journey with respect to uh, uh the next stage of foundation uh, which was set by mama interesting and then mazan of course we can talk about uh, while this foundation has been set where does the company build on top of this foundation um one very important thing to touch upon is that they close the fi with almost 460 cr of revenue um and which is almost a four x jump compared to their last fi and they turned profitable they they turned in almost uh, 30 cr uh, 25 to 30 cr of profit um which um uh, for a d2c brand to achieve uh, with the unicorn status is uh, a huge achievement and a testament to the efficiency that they bring in um so the unit economics look like this that almost with an average order value of 900 rupees the cat is roughly at uh, 40% and keeping the cost of goods and uh, logistics aside mamar still has 14% to cover the costs of the team now at a 1 billion valuation uh, with profit of roughly 25 cr um it looks like the 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 forward multiples are above the publicly traded companies but at the same time uh, what's very very important and interesting to watch is that as you know just like part said revlon took almost 20 years to reach uh, a 100 cr revenue mark which mama took 3 years so that rate of growth makes mama art a very very exciting proposition for investors and that's why uh, when it ipos next year at a valuation of roughly 3 billion even though the forward revenue multiples look higher than their peers the merit lies in the rate of growth which mama art has been able to achieve and even uh, the range of products that they are selling the baby care and the personal care market runs to a large extent on the trust that your brand has built amongst your consumers the word of mouth also known as influencer marketing and how well you are able to relentlessly execute on all the optimizing capabilities for example your logistics costs your uh, inventory turnover and ensuring that at scale the cost of goods also comes down um lots of exciting things happening the indian d2c market is now open up and of course the alag family are prolific investors uh, prolific and angel investors in uh, indian startups uh, so you are very very bullish on the concept of mamart 
and in my opinion it might be the mother of all brands um, and and the recent pivot uh, or or an supplementary strategy that they have taken is along with being a d2c customer they have also uh, tried to replicate this model by acquiring other brands such as bland and nomspresso and create a house of brands under hunasa consumer which is a parent operating entity of namart uh and as we have seen the house of brands concept the, the trashware style concept has been an immense hit in india mensa brands becoming one of the fastest unicorns um we have good brand labs recently raising their round uh so one profitable d2c and number two uh, a house of brands concept so that to a large extent in my opinion justifies uh, the forward revenue multiples what do you think mother totally agree raj it certainly is a fascinating story and sounds like they have a bright future leading up to the ipo uh, thank you so much raj and, and path and and thank you everyone for joining us this week we'll see you again next week